Hello, everyone. You have found Shelters by Jesus radio podcast. I'm so glad you did. Thank you for making us part of your day. Stay tuned. You're in for a good show. Hi, Seth. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, Al. As you're famous for saying, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And so that will kind of lead us to what our subject will be, and that'll be celebrating life. And so we're looking forward to that. Thank you, and stay tuned. God bless. Amen. So, you know, Al, it has been a couple of years of some serious challenges. We've had riots. We've had the election. We've had the pandemic. We've had record homelessness. We've had record debt. I mean, this past two years has been unbelievably difficult. And there's no question about it. And this is the current event of for you and I. Mm. I I know that there have been other times within history that it's been some challenging. I can't imagine you reread about the wars that had taken place. And those were certainly challenging times when the whole world was fighting and had to choose sides. And uh, people begin to think, is, is this setting the table for the Lord to come back? Is he ready now? I mean, and so, yes, we think about those times, but here we are, and we have our own challenges, this whole generation. So here we are, and we want to try to find some light and hope in, within that whole context. We do. We want to be able to celebrate the life that God has given us. He doesn't say, once you receive my son, I just want you to be miserable and drag yourself around on your knees and give up hope and just wait until I come back. He's the exact opposite of all of that. And so we got to discuss, because I want to encourage people, Al. I want to say, hey, listen, if you have Christ, you can celebrate your life. If you don't have Christ, you can take him anytime you're willing to just open your heart to him and receive him as your Lord and Savior, and then partake in the joy that God gives us. One of the things that you're famous for saying, Alan, I truly appreciate it because it helps to set my mind is when you quote Psalm 118, this is the day the Lord has made. He made it. So let us rejoice and be glad in it. It's a choice. It is a choice. It really is because uh, we talked off, off air just before we came on that sometimes it doesn't feel like the Lord is near or I'm not feeling my salvation right now or that movement of the Spirit. And yet as we read the Bible, that faith is believing in those unseen things. And so we choose to believe, focus properly on the finished work of Jesus Christ and his Holy Spirit that fills now our body and and takes over our life, and we submit to a loving Father. So now our life has meaning. And so it's a fact. Now that is a fact. Every Christian has a purpose, right, Al? They absolutely do. And and we love to quote those verses that say out of Jeremiah where it says... 2911. 2911. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. He has a plan for us, one to prosper us and give us hope and a future. That's the deal. Amen. You know, Al, as I was preparing for today's podcast, kind of going over some verses, God pointed something out to me that we have a foundation of joy and hope, and that is Genesis (laughs) 1-1. In the beginning, God created created the world. world. It's all through His power and in His hands. He sustains it all. So right off the bat, first verse in the Bible, there is a reason to rejoice. Mm. It doesn't say God came along and discovered the universe or God came along and discovered our planet. It says that he created the world. And if he created the world, and the Bible tells us, and you know this, Al, that he sustains it as well. Sure. His Holy Spirit, even back then, talks about that And the Holy Spirit hovered around and kept things together, you know, and then he separated. He told the water where to go. And we know you can, we encourage our listeners to go back and reread that wonderful account of creation. Oh, and then even yeah. it comes to, you know, Genesis 3, where it says, let us, plurality of a God, which is still a kind of a mystery to grasp our heads around, let us 
create man in our own image. And, and he said it was good, those mm-hmm. things that he created. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, he's the creation. It's that Holy Spirit that still, I maintain, is holding things together and it's drawing people to him. Mm-hmm. His heart is that nobody perish without having a saving knowledge and joining in that hope in the future. And so we wonder, well, you know, what, why, Lord, why haven't you come back yet? Why haven't you? Mm. And so, because he desires that other people come to that saving knowledge. Amen. And so there'll be no excuse, you know, even for the people in isolated, deep, dark Africa or wherever, uh, proverbial, you know, all creation testifies to that creation and that Amen. creator. And God is merciful, I believe. So yeah, you're listening now to this podcast, dear listener, because you more than likely have found and tapped into that and know that joy. And I don't know where you are in your walk today at this very given moment, but life is real. We have the challenges, and yet God never changes. He loves you with an unending love. Like you said, I think that we need to emphasize he never changes. Never changes. He doesn't grow tired. He doesn't grow weary. He doesn't have to take a break. He is always watching, always listening, and always looking out for his children. So you talked about the joy, and, and I, I love Philippians, you know, or, or joy and celebrating life. Life in general, it's said in some circles to be the sanctity of life, that is saying that it is from God, we recognize that, and let's hold all life precious, old and young and everywhere in between. Mm. But it says, during this time, we will have troubles, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. Those are the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, but in Philippians, it says, now, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Mm. So there you go. It's like when we're down and have the troubled waters, as Simon and Garfunkel sang, whatever our situation is, if we then begin to say, hey, let's think about things that are true, noble, right, pure, and lovely. Set your mind on those things. Joy is a choice, Hal. Uh, It's a choice. let's Let's just take this. Let's do this exercise. Seth, can you name, let's go back and forth, let's name some things that we're thankful for and that mm. we, when we think about those things, are just a beautiful thing and make us happy. My wife, <laughs> my daughter, my son-in-law, my grandchildren, without a doubt. There you go. I would ditto that. And also, I would say, last night, uh, I lost a little bit of sleep. We were helping out our son and daughter-in-law. And so, the, yeah, we, watching the kids, giving them a little bit of a break. But the youngest, six months old, babies are a lot of work. And so <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the night, it's just like, wah, wah. And so like, I'm, you know, like change a diaper, feed, comfort, burp, whatever. Then, you know, what's happening? You know, they're, they're not sick, but they could be teething. I thought about that this morning, but cry, 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 cry. God bless my wife. You know, that little baby in the morning. It just puts a smile on your face, and she wakes up, and Autumn Ann, God bless her, and so, so much joy there. It's just like, oh, that's well, How infectious it. is a baby's smile or laugh? You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's utterly infectious. I wouldn't trade those moments. No. And, and, but I do know it's, it's a challenge mm-hmm. at times, but yeah, so I'm thankful for that. Your turn. I am thankful for the opportunity that God gives us to serve. I was talking to somebody today, and they're like, you know, we like to think that I found Jesus. I went to Jesus. The truth is, Jesus went to us. He found us. He, he chose us. He chose us. And the joy that comes from knowing that God chose you to be in that moment. You didn't deserve it. 
nothing special, but God said, you know what? I want Al to be a pastor at Shelters by Jesus. I want Seth to direct Shelters by Jesus. And it is an honor and a privilege and a joy to see us feeding people, clothing people, putting people off the street. Those are just wonderful, joyful things that I get to take part of because of God's grace. That never gets old to me. It really does. And that's what actually, frankly, in part keeps us going. Amen. I mean, even if we didn't see the fruits of our labor, I'd like to think we'd hang in there and continue to run the race. But there are those bright spots spots, those stars, and we see those. And that really is such an encouragement to see that people finding the Lord and moving forward. And we keep on keeping on until the Lord calls us home. So we celebrate those kind of things. I'm, when you said, talked about Chosen, did you, have you seen the most recent episodes of The Chosen? I'm going to wait until they're all released because I want to binge watch it because mm. I, I didn't binge watch it last time. I watched it and I just got so frustrated <laughs> waiting for the new episode. Okay. Once the series, the second season is done, I'm going to start binge watching it. The reason I asked that was, yes, they've come out and they've chosen to kind of go in an unorthodox way of making it free for people to see. And then a lot of people that are paying it forward, so to speak, and supporting that whole idea of what's being produced. So there's been three episodes and they promised that they show them as they came available and were finished up, kind of like what you do after these podcasts, you go brush them up. And so they've done that with all the filming. And there was one shown, it was on Easter weekend and that Sunday night. And so what a, it was like just millions of viewers. Their hope is to have a billion views this year. So anyway, wow. a couple weeks later, episode two came out. My wife and I, we were right there. We watched that episode two, and it was just like, oh, so good. You know, we just couldn't get enough of it. You know, just like, oh, I wish it wasn't over. And then the coolest thing, and this brought me so much joy, this, and it's to celebrate, is they just said like, well, the other thing I want to say is just that, as I promised, when they were done, we'll show it to you. So here's episode three. We were like, What? Wow. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. So it was back wow. to back. And that same, so there were a lot of tired people that next day. I bet. That was a Tuesday night, I want to say. Anyway, whatever it was, we, we were just like, it was just, what a joy it was to see another episode. And there were some really powerful parts in the episodes and some, mm. and some lighthearted stuff too. But anyway, really enjoyed that. So that's something I'd be thankful for and could celebrate too, that it's going forth, God's message. If I could just do one more thing, I would have to say that I am really, really joyful and grateful grateful for the men and women who support this place, mm-hmm. our listeners, people who watch Pastor Streaming, members of the board, businesses that have supported us. It's just such joy to know that you're not alone, that people do care and people want to be a part of where God is working stuff going on here that we can celebrate in regards yeah. to that. I know one of the bathrooms here, they need upgrades and yeah. regular maintenance. Over the years, there's a shower in there, and this is the section where the women would be showering mm-hmm. and that. Just needed the floor to be redone and kind of rebuilt. And So tell us about that a little bit. Well, we, you know, it's been years and years and years since the bathroom has been remodeled, and over the time, you know, water works its way into the floor and the floor starts to get a little soft, and we're very big on making sure everything here is safe and clean. Up to code. And and of course, so we looked into it and realized we got to replace some of the flooring, put new tile down, and because we want to keep everything safe and we want to be good stewards of what God has given us. So, and wouldn't you know it, of course, God has a resident here who that's his specialty, flooring. So we were able to get it ripped up and put new flooring down, put new tile down, and God be praised, uh, the bathroom's looking fantastic. So you know what else I was thinking about just the other day was the roof and that whole project that oh, came to a Lord. stall. It stalled out in the fall just because of the weather, the winter seemed to come early last year. Yeah. And so 
we're in spring now, but the table has been set for that to happen. And I just was yeah. driving over here the other day and I thought, oh, how exciting that is. To That's going to happen. That's going to happen. We have faith that's going to happen. We have all the materials we have and the everything. Materials. Yeah. It's, so it's going to be a go. One of these days, it's just we'll start stripping the roof and yep. doing those minor repairs. Now, that's a huge job. And that is God's people that have stepped up to the plate. And got us a new roof. I have learned to trust that God has an appointed day and time. And when that appointed day and time is here, we will have the new roof. Now we have the materials. We're just waiting to get someone who can supervise it, who knows how to do roofs. And then we have the laborers right here and they're all willing to do it. So, but Al, being here has taught me, you know, the the Bible verse that says, our hope is in the Lord. What being here has done to me to teach me that my hope isn't in other people. My hope isn't in my circumstances. My hope is not in my bank account. My hope is not in what I understand. My hope is in the Lord. And that's why it's so important to have joy and to praise him. Even when you feel like you're alone, you and I were talking about that. How the past couple of weeks, I kind of felt like, God, feeling a little lonely here. But I had to make the choice. I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to praise you anyway. And then all of a sudden, I had this beautiful moment with the Lord. And so I'm like, wow, thank you. You know, don't lean on your own understanding. Because what does that do to us, Al? That, that gives us fear, anxiety, frustration. Put your hope in the Lord. Nothing else in the Lord and watch him work. What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world, yeah. but loses his own soul? And so if you've gotten your soul taken care of, and he's done that, the Lord has done that surgery, so to speak, on you, there's a whole nother world out there that's waiting to be explored. And so, yes, right. the challenges are still there. Oh, yeah. They come. It doesn't matter. And so oh, I yeah. can't imagine now, I think back, how would I have handled this or that had I not had the Lord in mm. my heart and in my life? I don't know how anyone handles it. It's no doubt that there's people that just really struggle with their existence. And you can have all the money in the world. I listened to a white chair production called uh, I Am Second. I just happened to catch a film the other day and it was a fairly famous movie star. Had all the money in the world. And he's like, doing pretty good, actually. But there was still something he couldn't put his finger on that was kind of missing. He and his wife had their ritzy ditzy house in Arizona somewhere and they had a maid come in and started cleaning. And everywhere she went, she sang. And they noticed then that she didn't just sing, but the songs that she sang were about Jesus. And so after about two weeks of this, the wife, you know, talked to her and said, like, how come you're so happy? And how come you're singing and all these songs about Jesus? And she got to tell the wife. And then the wife says, you got to hear this. Go talk to her. And they went and he told the story then that went and said, like, okay, so we've we've heard you singing. And a lot of the songs are about Jesus. He said, she just started to laugh. And he said, like, why are you laughing? She goes, you think I'm here to clean your house and do a good job? She goes, the, the Lord has called me to tell you, and you're going to become a Christian, and you're going to have a ministry. And he's just like, well, yeah, right. But he did, and he'll never be the same. Amen. And so, I, you know, I saw that I Am Second, the great films. I totally endorse that and recommend people to get blessed by that. It was so neat to see. Yes, that joy, that's that people, you can have all the money in the world, and you're, Amen. Th- that joy is just not there. We can go right back around to your opening verse of Philippians 4, 8, Al, because one thing I learned uh, probably over the last six months was I was exposing myself to all the negative media, the negative social media, the negative people, and it really started to drag me down. I was getting hopeless, Mm -hmm. anxious, angry, judgmental, 
And there was a moment when God said, what are you doing? What is this? If you love the world, you don't love me. If you lean on your own understanding, you're not putting your hope in me. And so, and this, I'm talking about Seth here. Mm -hmm. And so I had to be like, whoa, you're right, Lord. What am I doing? Who am I listening to? What am I letting in my ears and my eyes? And you know what? There's nothing I can do about these situations across the world, Al. Even if I keep myself informed, there's nothing I can do about it. So why not, I'm talking about Seth, put my trust in the Lord practice Philippians 4, 8, and watch what it does to my life. And it has completely changed me. Now, I don't want to sit here and say, I don't have my bad days, because even Peter said, you know, through much tribulation, do we see the kingdom of heaven? But it's different now. It's different now. And that's hard to describe sometimes. But yes, we have those same challenges. Maybe not as many of them. I don't know. Maybe I'd like to think that some of the things I used to think were challenges aren't now really with a new set of eyes and a new heart where I've had my heart transplanted, you know, spiritually speaking. Yes, we. but we still have similar challenges. And then how do we deal with those? And some of them we just can say like, you know what, Lord, how are you going to handle this? Well, we have someone that we can go to too. This week, I thought of that as well. Things weren't going right. You know, you try to fix something, then something else breaks. And then there's this like waterfall of things that, and you're just like, ah, why is everything in the, why can't I find this and that? And things are in the way. And I just, if you pause just for a minute, and it's like, it's lucky that the lightning doesn't come down. I'm not saying that I got so upset that I cursed or anything like that, but I was frustrated. And I just paused. And I remember more than once this week, actually. And so I just said, Lord, what is going on here? I just, I'm asking, you know, and calm down, calm down. <laughs> I'll take a step back. I'm still on the throne. And, you know, I was able to then get a little bit of a redirection. When you're a kid and you're not making the best choices, sometimes a positive consequence can be you go in timeout. And so it's kind of like a grown-up timeout. And then, you know, listen to what the Lord has to say or maybe impress upon you. And then you can learn from that and move forwards. But, Do you ever find yourself out having to go, all right, Lord, my mind is going where I don't want it to go. I don't want to be angry about this. I'm doing this for you, please reset my mind. Do you find yourself doing that? Oh, absolutely. That renewing your mind is an ongoing thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, If anyone is in Christ, they're a new creation. Yep. Set your mind on things above. Be not conformed to the world. Yeah, those are good things to review, but then just to kind of reboot, so to speak, where you're at and what's going on and try to get a better perspective. A lot of times just you do that and you're just like, I can't find my keys. (laughs) (laughs) Or something like that. And then it's just like, oh, And you look down and there's your keys. It's like right there. It's like the Lord comes through big time. And so, yeah, we give you the sacrifice of praise. Even when we don't feel like it, we're going to praise him. And there's great joy in that. There are mountaintop experiences. Let's celebrate those things. Praise the Lord. Which is kind of the theme of this podcast. But, you know, there's that song that says, go tell it on the mountain over the hills and far away. It's just like you're you're to that point where you're just like, ah, this is just so good. Yes, I've come through that part where I'm humbled and what is man? that God would consider us, and then we go, but he's given us every good and perfect gift. It comes from above. He's given us life, and even though he says there'll be troubles, he wants us to rejoice in our life. It's a gift from God. It's not happenstance. And he cares about those little things, just even the little things, and and those can mean a lot, too. I find, too, Al, that he considers the little things as important as the big things, Mm. because we can set our day, and we can set the days of others through the little things that we do. And we think they're little, but man, the impact of little things. You know, try telling your wife for a week you don't love her. You do love her, right? But just just imagine not saying it. 
And then all of a sudden, to you, it may be it may be a little thing, but to her, it's the world. Well, we, we just celebrated yesterday our 38th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. And that's pretty cool. And yeah. so I'm a collector of stamps and postmarks from this great state of Maine that we live in. It's just I get a lot of joy out of that, and I try to keep that in perspective. But I did happen to see the other day, we were married in a little church in VZ, Maine, of all places. And I just happened to look the other day. It was th- three days ago. Four, maybe it'll be a week now, maybe. And I saw an old postcard of that church. And so I ordered it. And I was just like, that's just kind of cool. When we were married, we felt that we knew God and we should be in a church and make those vows before him. We understood that whole thing, uh, my wife and I. We didn't have a personal relationship with this, which is very interesting. And had it not been for us entering into that, I don't know that we would have survived all those years, Mm -hmm. but they have been some of the best years of my life. Where does 38 years come from? It just, that's crazy to think about that. Praise the Lord. So I'm a blessed man and we, we celebrated that, but you know, we didn't feel like we had to go and spend a bunch of money and go anywhere. You know, I mean, I offered to and I'd be happy to, but she's like, I don't need to. And so we're just like, we're content with a lot of things we have. And so then the opportunity manifested itself that we could babysit. And so we had the morning, we did go out to eat. There's a Christian owned restaurant near us in town and they actually play some pay love music in the background, some Christian music. And so God bless them. So if you're ever in Pittsfield, pop on over is a great place to be. But anyway, so we had the breakfast and then we started watching the kids. And I'm just like, I went, they love to go outside. We played kickball and played a little golf outside. And what a joy that is. No, praise the Lord. When you put a smile on a kid's face. That's so cool, though, that we had, you know, 38 years. Praise the Lord. To God be the glory, really, truly. She's a partner in ministries that go on here at Shelters by Jesus and supports things that I'm involved in. And it's just been a really cool thing. So we definitely celebrate that. And you brought something up, and I just want to share this with people too. If you're a new Christian or maybe even an older Christian and you are looking for music to celebrate your day with, every dial in my house, in my vehicle is set on either K-Love or Air One. They're both amazing stations that play nothing but gospel music all day long. We'll find ourselves listening to it, singing as we're going down the road, singing as we're in my house, praising the Lord. And it's infectious music and it brings you hope. So if you're looking for something, you can look up K-Love on the dial or Air One and it may be a different location depending on where you're at. Hmm. But great, great radio station. And we love it when you tune into our podcast, too. Oh, praise there's, the Lord there, too. There are some really, and I'm not just saying this, there's some really blessed episodes that have been archived. And so I'm wondering where those will all go and that occasionally there'll be people that will stumble across it and then probably binge listen. But if you're out driving around, you can hear those, some of those, too. So this last week, I got to hear, uh, I've heard two of out of the three, but I really enjoyed them. We had, they were all staff members that mm-hmm. we interviewed for the last week. And Scott was a good one. He was a repeat and yep. then we had Terry I just I got a kick out of it Terry. oh, I love Terry's episode yeah. and so that was a really good one my wife says like he's funny and so yeah. it was a blessing to hear that so now this week Thursday when I was at the Bible study I happened to scoot down to the pantry and see what was what there was Terry and so I said did you hear the podcast and he goes on what and so I was like well I said you just go to the computer he doesn't have it so I realized he didn't have a cell phone or anything like yeah. that and that's fine so I just said well yes you just go to sheltersbyjesusradio.com bam there were the episodes. And it was right there. It was so cool. I said, there, meet Terry. So I clicked that and I started playing. They're like 20 minutes. So, you know, about, episode, about 20, 25 minutes. 25 yeah. minutes. So I just started playing it. And he goes like, huh, he just hung out there and he just listened to it. And he goes, I talk far too much. I'm like, well, Terry, we ask you questions. That's the whole idea is to get to know you. But he was funny even yeah. then. But he listened. I said, I'll be right back. And I went out to the car and I told 
Laurel, I said, I'm going to be a few minutes. He's going to hear this. So I let him hear the whole thing. He got a kick out of it. Don't praise but, the Lord. But anyway, praise to God Lord. be the glory. I mean, no, Amen. that was his heart. What a joy that is. We can celebrate that. Amen. We got much more celebration coming up, folks, in the next two episodes. We want to thank you, though, on behalf of myself and Al and those of us here at Shelters by Jesus for being such strong supporters. Even if you're praying, finances, food, clothing, just praise the Lord. Thank you for listening and thank you for being such a huge part of what we're doing here at Shelters by Jesus. If you would like to learn more about Shelters by Jesus, including our podcasts, our books, and the documentary, you can go to www.sheltersbyjesus.com. There you'll find out more information about who we are and what we do. You can also listen to our podcast as well as our archived episodes by going to sbjradio.com. If you want to give us a phone call, you can do that at 207-474-8833. And if you'd like to send us a letter, you can write Shelters by Jesus, 12 McClellan Street, Skowhegan, Maine, 04976. Al, such a pleasure, sir. It sure is. Celebrate Jesus. Amen. 